a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It is a tale of two speeches one of division, one of unity. President Biden gave two speeches one in Philadelphia, one yesterday in Washington. They seem to be in conflict, but have a common message. What's that all about? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, perhaps something we don't often think about when we look at what uh, politicians do in their speeches is how simply the tone and the setting can make all the difference and literally change the emphasis of the message or a speech. Slight nuances can Take something that uh, is inflammatory or incendiary and turn it into something that's quite thought-provoking and even inspiring. And President Biden has proven that just over the course of the last few weeks. Uh, he gave a speech yesterday uh, on at a summit that was about uh, hate-fueled violence and how we tone that down in the country and why that's so crucial. Uh, some of the words, some of the words were very similar to words that he uttered in Pennsylvania. Uh, just a few weeks ago in a speech that even many Democrats described as very dark. It had this very ominous tone. It was uh, angry and frustrated. It was set uh, in front of a historic building uh, with ominous red lights and silhouetted Marines uh, standing by his side. And so all of that can impact how it plays through. And so what I'm going to ask you to do in this Think Again moment is I don't care if you love either of those speeches from President Biden. I just want to go through the process of how even words that are quite similar can come across so different. Why tone matters, why positioning matters, why direction matters. Uh, because all of that is going to help us as we move into the fall, as we get into the heat of the battle of a lot of these midterm elections, where the rhetoric, I think, will get hotter and more angry, that we know how to discern and say, that's rhetoric, uh, that's shenanigans, that's not helpful, uh, give me something different. Because that's what we should be demanding of those that we might cast a ballot for uh, come the 8th of November. So let's go back to Philadelphia. Let's start with that. In Pennsylvania, uh, President Biden touted and often shouted about the evils of the extreme MAGA party, suggesting that they were the root of all political violence in the nation. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, 
to the very soul of this country. Now listen to President Biden yesterday, where he suggested that instead Americans have the ability to stand up to that hate-fueled violence, uh, no matter its origin. Your, uh, your presence is a testament to the truth that we must and we can come together, regardless of our backgrounds, our beliefs. We have to stand united against hate-fueled violence because it's real. You know it better than anyone. To affirm that an attack on one group of us is literally an attack on all of us. Okay, do you hear the difference? Do you see the subtle differences to all of that? The nuances actually matter. Uh, I like the second version from President Biden far more than the first. Let's go back. Uh, another thing that President Biden addressed in Philadelphia was the the idea of the nation. Both speeches, very different tone, very different feel, very different outcome. But history and common sense tell us that opportunity, liberty, and justice for all are most likely to come to pass in a democracy. We have never fully realized the aspirations of our founding, but every generation has opened those doors a little bit wider to include more people who have been excluded before. My fellow Americans, America is an idea, the most powerful idea in the history of the world, the idea that America guarantees that everyone be treated with dignity. It gives hate no safe harbor. Now listen to this, almost identical words at the United We Stand Summit yesterday. The idea of America is guarantees that everyone, everyone is treated with dignity and equality. An idea that ensures an inclusive multiracial democracy. An idea that we give no safe harbor, none to hate. Fascinating. Uh, the feel and the difference of those two speeches. And I actually think that the second speech at the United We Stand Summit, which was a bipartisan event at the White House, uh, is much more in line and in harmony with who President Biden really is. Uh, I think occasionally he gets lines and and rhetorical positioning from some of his staff that isn't helpful to him because it's not congruent with the way he tends to conduct himself. So I want to go into one more, uh, another instance where President Biden repeated himself in these two speeches, one in Philadelphia, one at the White House at uh, the United We Stand conference yesterday, uh, this time using the preamble of the Constitution, since it is Constitution Day tomorrow, uh, to bring forward interesting points. Take a listen. But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic, only if. We, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. Democracy cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. Now listen to a much more reflective thought from the president from yesterday on that very same notion of we the people. There are core values that should bring us together as Americans. One of them is standing together against hate, racism, bigotry, violence that have long haunted and plagued our nation. Another core value I standing united. The enduring source of our strength is the idea of America. We're the most unique nation in the world. 
Every other nation is based on ethnicity, geography. In America, we're based on an idea, literally, not figuratively, an idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All women and men are created equal, endowed by their creator, etc. We've never lived up to that, but we never before walked away from it. We never walked away from it. And so interesting. Uh, one, very divisive. Uh, and the results were divisive. And I think that was a common uh, acceptance in terms of the the analysis of both of those speeches. That the first one was dark. It was divisive. It was even a little authoritarian. If you looked at the you know the the red lighting and the marine standing by and all, all of the feel of it, just had that angry fear, frustration mode to it. And yesterday at this United We Stand summit at the White House, bipartisan, uh, using again often the same words. Uh, but in a very different tone and in a very different way. And I think it's an important thing for us to recognize. Uh, sometimes you can say, well, it's just a politician saying what they need to say at any given moment uh, because of the audience. And that might be true, and that might be a way to win elections. I think it's part of what is undermining the trust and the confidence of the American people uh, because we are not being congruent in so many of these things. Uh, I have to say I I like the United We Stand version of President Biden's speech far better uh, than the angry rhetoric, the divisive rhetoric from Philadelphia. And the test for all of us as we listen in the fall and during these fall campaigns is what is that tone? What is that edge? What is that focus? What is that vision? And if it is to just stir the anger, the fear and the frustration, uh, that does not ever lead to a more united nation and a more united people. And we have to simply not buy into it's just politics. We have to expect more. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.